Good morning. Welcome to the Virtual Rec Room. This is Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. And this morning, it is the John and Izzy show. Who is Izzy? You'll find out right after this. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi Strauss, Johnny Carson and Mickey Mouse. The first star was James Dean, Helmets Presley and he's still the king. Some things are only imitatable, can't be that original. that is from our good friends the murdering crows their record for brad crows is available on amazon google and apple music they did our theme song written by jamie slocum so check it out if you like it you are going to love this record and um, of course it's dl memphis and the geek gumshoe we love them and you should too all right so we got something a little bit different. I want to introduce our brand new co-host. Not really. The queen of hopeful simplicity, Melissa Izzy Stetcher. Hi, Johnny. Hello, Melissa. So I'm listening to Clubhouse this week. Here's what, what see what happened was. I'm listening to Clubhouse this week and Kim White, our good pocket friend, keeps talking about Izzy. Izzy this and Izzy and Izzy with the orange circle. And I look down and the orange circle is around Melissa. And so I I sent you a, a channel, a back channel message. I said, so wait a minute. When did you become Izzy? And you said. I have been Izzy for more than half my life now. It has been a nickname I adopted in my late teens, early 20s. But we spend a lot of shared space with another Melissa on the clubhouse and business stuff and things like that. So, and her and I did coffee with Carrie together. It was Melissa squared. And so I was like, well, why don't you just call me Izzy? Cause I'll respond to that. And, um, and so, yeah. And so now Izzy just kind of stuck cause we do share a lot of spaces together and it's just easier. And I even added it to my profile cause I did all that stuff this week on clubhouse and people are like, what? I was like, let me just go in and put it. <laughs> how, how have we been doing this show together for almost a year now? And I never knew that was a nickname. Well, I'm the only Melissa here. Goofball. <laughs> well, but now, now I can't unhear that in my head and Dee is going to love it because her daughter's <coughs> name is Izzy. So mm -hmm. it's going to uh, confuse her spectacularly. <laughs> you are Mizzy Izzy. No, I'll no. just I'll just stick with Izzy or Melissa or Mel. You may you may not call me Missy. No, that's a hard I'm out. <laughs> Speaking of which. Where in the world is co-host D. Barty? 
she is off doing a photo shoot because we got to make money when we're adults because adulting is hard sometimes adulting is dumb (laughs) before we get too into comments and listener comments and our topic of the week and all of that fun stuff izzy tell our viewers what this show is and how they can participate and where they can support us. Can you do that? I can. I'll put you on the spot. Do my best. (laughs) So this is Back of the Cereal Box. You can find uh, all sorts of our shows throughout the week on the Back of the Cereal Box network. But every Saturday morning, Johnny and the Fab Four, when we're, when, when our lives arranged in a line. Or the dynamic duo this morning. Yes, we're the dynamic duo. Hold on, my dynamo is at the bottom. Um, But we align here on Saturday mornings and we talk about pop culture and fandoms and pretty much squirrels that happen because we are of the magnificent generation of these fun things weren't a thing but the back of the cereal box with the mazes and the games and the reach your hand down and try to get the toy were a thing so saturday mornings we would turn on the cartoons we would look at the back of the cereal box and that's how that's how it happened so now as adults we get to do that via the internet and you can always support us at buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod because if you love what we do or don't know love what we do you can always support us and we can grow that is absolutely true and people who are watching us live can comment and interact just like oh my my old buddy scott hitchcock says yay dynamic duo scott i'm so glad you're watching this morning scott is one of my favorite people on the planet and one of the best magicians i've ever met and, I don't know, uh, Scott, but this is my best Scott impersonation because I see that beard and I'm like, ooh, shiny. Yeah, yeah. So you can post comments throughout the morning and uh, we will read them and uh, you can interact with us and that'll be fun. And we do it in our pajamas. Now, I'm wearing my grown-up pajamas today, although I do have the breakfast club with me. And uh, we eat breakfast cereal. And this morning, I've got the old <coughs> standby frosted flakes because they're right and i had forgotten until the carol baskins episode how great frosted flakes really are okay so i had a bowl the other night because you know we do like movies and couch time and Mm -hmm. cereal snacks at night a lot here oh i forgot how like holy sugar sweet that was It, it is but you know what here's what's amazing it's only 130 calories per cup. I know. Who, When we were kids, we weren't counting the calories. But as adults, <laughs> I count everything. And um, But here, added sugars, only 12 grams, which isn't ideal, but it's not a lot. So I don't know where all of that sugary sweetness really is coming from. I don't know. But I don't know. This is what I do know. This is, you know what I know? I know I'm going to need to see that container, Scott, because you just spoke to my soul. Ooh, 
this organizing queen went, oh. <laughs> it's the same. Scott Hitchcock says, the beard is newish. Scott, you've had it for like four years now. I think the new has worn off. I think. I think the length itself makes it not so new. <laughs> so this, uh, this episode is called Adulting is Hard. Because, you know, we were thinking about, can I just, can I just be transparent for a, more, for a minute? So we left the broadcast last Saturday morning, and I don't know what it was. I was just super, like, I had this post-show depression. This is something I get. When I've done a, something really fun or really great or something that I'm really proud of, like a performance, a live show or something, afterwards, I, I have a really severe crash. And I will just, you know, I can be on the highest high, and then I'll, I'll just be like, that, you know what, that's it. I, I don't know why I'm wasting my time doing this. I need to just quit. I need to just give it all up and, you know, slink into a hole. I go through this every every project I do. Um, I, I don't know why. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, I, I have a theory about it. But anyway, so I was in that funk last week. And uh, we leave the show with Tony. It was a great show. Everybody loved it. We had super high views. It was great. And Tony was great. And I love Tony. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. Um, so I go to Hitchhiker Toys. Well, I go to <coughs> get new comics. And then I go to Hitchhiker Toys trying to, you know, try, trying to satiate the Melty with some retail therapy. And, and I did. I, I picked up the Captain Carter stealth suit. Nice. Marvel Legends. This is why I'm broke, people. Um, and I picked up a Funko Soda, the Pumpkin King Jack. Jack. Yes. So I'm in the checkout line, and I, you know I don't know what it was, but but the uh, girl who runs the shop, and I'm about to lose everything. Uh, the girl who runs the shop says, you know, because she knows my my idea about opening my own cereal bar. And, and the whole thing around that. And she's like, you need to do that. You, I really feel like you need to do it. And she said, and by the way, your podcast, I absolutely love. She said, I don't listen to podcasts, but yours I listen to and I tune in every Saturday morning because you make me feel happy. And I really needed to hear that that morning. Um, and, and so that's kind of kept me going this week. You know, searching for purpose and, you know, doing the adulting thing. Now, I know none of our fans tuning in, tuned in to hear any of that. But, uh, Keisha, I'm with you. I'm not a fan of adulting either. But here's the thing, Johnny. Like, I don't think our fans don't tune in to hear a specific thing. They tune in to relate to humans with a side of pop culture. And we have a lot of creatives, myself included, in this community. And you know what? We get those adrenaline rushes. We go to a con. We have a great weekend. Shit, we just made some money. Woo-woo, right? And then it's like a week of crickets. So all of us creatives, all of us content makers, I mean, 
our audience are similar to us. They're here for that reason and they get it. So they may not be here specifically to hear Johnny have an adulting is a hard week, but they are here to form a community and build those relationships and to be like, dude, thank you. It's not just me. If I could drop my microphone, I would, but then I'd have to pick it up and my back hurts because adulting is hard. And so that's not going to happen. But <laughs> Speaking of comments, and by the way, for those of you watching, um, thank you. Make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching on YouTube or our Facebook channel, you know, click the like bucket button and click the notification bell. Um, but... You can also listen on all of the major podcast networks, podcast dis distributors. So uh, if it's Apple or Spotify or CastBox or iHeartRadio, we are there. Now, you have to excuse this when you listen. It's because Dee's not here, not right? Here you're like, Dee's not here. I don't need my plastic spoon. Clank, yeah, clank, so, clank, so clank. if you're just listening and you're like, what is that sound? It's Johnny hitting the spoon against the bowl. Mm -hmm. Frosted Flakes. I love them. Now, Dia Memphis asks this question. <coughs> Izzy. How about Lizzie? No. Can I call you Lizzie? No. Hey, but I still love you, Dio. <laughs> so uh, Jody Maffee says, love the Rockapella shout out on that spot. Where in the world is co-host DBRT? Yeah. <laughs> and Dave Mattingly is following Izzy on Clubhouse now. And Angel Love says, good morning, Pocket Friends. Good morning, Angel Love. I think we get to see her next weekend. Yes, she will be with us next weekend when Angel Love and Dee Barty are doing a very special Friends trivia episode. And we're going to do it, programming note, at 9 a.m. Central instead of 8 a.m. Central. So, little test, little test. Everyone has invited me to join every morning in the... Oh, everyone watching is invited to join Dave Mattingly in the 413 Leadership Room on Clubhouse. It starts at 6.38 a.m. Eastern. Oh, that's oh, 5.30 in the morning Central. I, I don't even think God is up that early. Oh, he's up because he gives all us mamas and daddies and we have to get those kids hustling all the grace in the morning to get your butt out of bed and get in the car. So he's up. He's blessing all of us. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. <laughs> James Marshall says the post-show uh, depression is relatable. Mm -hmm. And... Post-creative lulls are natural. But Scott Hitchcock says, it's a fun conversation consistent. Well, thank you, Scott. Glad to glad to uh, bring you some fun. And that's really my mission, right? Is to help people escape the mundane, the negativity, the toxicity of their life. Every, you know, even if it's only for uh, an hour on Saturday morning, 
That's my goal. And so, um, anyway, anyway, that's that's what we're doing this morning. So, um, um, by the way, you know, someone asked me, someone told me, and and and, you know, <clears throat> I, I'm not. I, I'm going to take this to heart. Someone, a mentor of mine. Focus, Johnny. Zero in on what you're trying to say. Um, I have this mentor who is on one of the top five biggest podcasts in the world. He um, He's an old high school friend of mine. And he was listening recently and he said, you know, you, you really can't call yourself the prophet of pop culture. You can't just give yourself that name. You have to earn that. And I didn't give it to myself. It was given to me 10 years ago when I was hosting another show on another network. Um, one of the fans said, you know, they sent an email and said, I swear, Johnny is the prophet of pop culture. He knows what's going to happen before it happens. And we read that, you know, email on the air and it just kind of stuck. But 10 years ago, does anyone care anymore? So for the time being, I'm going to drop that title until no, somebody not. else no. posts that I should keep it. Okay. Challenge accepted. And you anyway. know, Drew's out there doing an Angel's out there. like, no, nah, we're going to shut it down. Here's the thing. You've had that title. I've known you for probably over a year now. If you drop it, how are you going to pick it back up? Because because one person that you has a podcast says that you didn't earn it in his opinion. That's being like somebody, well, you didn't earn the name Izzy. Well, bitch, you don't know me from 20 years ago, so hold my beer and watch. No. No. Everybody out there, go out there. Make the comment. Hashtag Johnny is whatever you kids say. He's the prophet of pop culture. We're not letting him drop it. Challenge accepted. Thank you, Drew. What's up now, Johnny? What's up? It's going to be like a six cup. That's right. You drink the coffee. I'll preach. <laughs> mm -hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> to earn the pro title Prophet of Pop Culture, John had to defeat 10 rival prophets. Mm -hmm. Dude, I'll do it too. We can go UFC style in the octagon. Drew what happens Hilden. in prophecy stays in prophecy. <laughs> I wish I was the prophet, P-R-O-F-I-T, because you you know what? Let's be real this morning. I'm so broke, I can't pay attention this morning. <laughs> it's, it, all, all the bills are due this week. <laughs> That's one of the best splurps you just did i'm so broke i can't pay attention i like that <laughs> i'm gonna have to use that <laughs> scott hitchcock says it's a great title and i feel you should keep it all right all right so if you guys are awarding me that title i will embrace it again yeah. good talk <laughs> so before we get too far i want to um give a shout out to one of our partners at comic books for kids check this out 
Comic Books for Kids provides comic books to kids in hospitals and cancer centers across the U.S. It's a place where we can all work together to make sure every child has a comic book. 100% of all proceeds go towards the kids. It's about making a difference, and while they're in the hospital, allowing them to fly like a superhero, battle dragons, or rescue teddy bears. We are in every state in the country and now support over 160 hospitals. Every month, we add more. Visit CB4K.org. That makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I love what Comic Books for Kids is doing, and uh, I am so happy to be partnered with them. Now, to, to start us off this morning, Izzy, I've got a question for you. You're 10 years old. It's Saturday. What are you doing? What does a typical Saturday for 10-year-old Izzy look like? Ugh, dude. Like, I would have prematurely needed this question so I could call my parents. Uh, <clears throat> it's been a hot minute. Let's see. I don't know. Probably sleep in, wake up to the, you know, the ever-rushing sound of a mother trying to clean quietly on Saturday morning. So did you ever have that? Like your mom's cleaning in the other room, but there's like all this like happening and it's like, okay, I guess we're all up now and helping you clean. <laughs> moms never clean quietly. No, no they don't. don't care. They're, they're, they're mad that they're up and they're going to make sure that everybody else in the house is awake and they're doing that. <laughs> like the vacuums go in and the dishes are good. Yeah. How's the vacuum going? And at the same time, all the cabinets in the kitchen are being slammed. Oh, I now know the answer to that. Okay. Because I actually vacuum the inside of my cabinets to get like the crumbs out and the dust out and things like that. So as so as a kid, I'm like, oh, it's freaking Saturday. Can I just sleep in, eat really bad, like the you know, like the mixing bowl size full of with the wooden spoon kind of and watch these horrible cartoons and fight over the channels with my brother. And instead it was like, and now as an adult, I'm like, shoot, I'm that. Thank God I'm a BA, but I get it. I know now how the vacuuming in the cabinets all happen because I vacuum the inside of my cabinets. And I got to ask, does anybody else experience this? So it's a day that you are able to sleep in. You got nothing on the calendar, and and you go to bed that the next that night, and you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna sleep in tomorrow. It's just gonna be a great day of relaxation." And you're up even earlier than you normally would be. What's that all about? Uh, I, you lost me. It's a you? day to sleep in. I don't know what that is. So I don't know. Angel Love says, it's Saturday and I'm sleepy. You know what I meant. I feel like there's a story there. No, that's the thing earlier. She put the prophet. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, it just got lighter over there. Like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and, But she does say with that. Waking up early when she wants to sleep in, it happens almost every Saturday. Because because she's here for us. I love this answer from Dave Mattingly. We wake up early on our days off 
so we don't waste any of our free time. I like that. My free time wants naps. <laughs> Not gonna lie, like I am a midday nap junkie. If I could, I would. Like early. And you know what? That that's really the sign of maturity. When when you want to take a nap. That that's like the the demarcation between childhood and adulthood when you can't wait to take a nap. If a five-year-old kid, like when my son was five years old, if he walked in and said, you know, I've been at the Legos all day. The big wheel is jackknifed at the end of the driveway. I just need to lay down and go to sleep. I would be like, how mature. What what a grown person my son has become. I love it. And I love, so I love midday naps because that's when everyone else is being responsible. So, you know, the kids are off at school. They aren't coming home yet. Well, of fortune's over. Not that I watch that anymore, but you know, like your midday, like, okay, I had some lunch. I've got a couple hours before chaos hits the door. I'm going to take my talk. And that's where it is. And that's, and that's that. <laughs> Everybody listening to this, the audio is like, what the, what the pig just came in. <laughs> Okay, so so did you have any kind of ritual on like a Saturday afternoon? No, it was no. different every week. Well, it was so we would we normally did like those if we beat mom up, we would do those big ass bowls of cereal, and then she'd be pissed that we're fighting over the channels of the TV because I have an older brother. And, but and then there's like the entire box into one bowl. Yeah, and, and then you only ate half of it the day before. Yeah. yeah. Then you have that like massive sugar crush because you're a kid and you're just like cranky. And then, yeah, then we do some cleaning, which is in our generation, you did what you were told. So if the family went somewhere on Saturdays, I mean, we're, I grew up Catholic. So we were at church every Saturday night. We went to the Chinese place a lot of the times afterward. We did our duty as kids. Otherwise, it hurt to sit in that pew. <laughs> So, I mean, we just did whatever we were told. And then once I got a little older, I did band. So all okay. the time, all the time was band. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I was in music and theater. And so when I got into high school, mm -hmm. Saturdays were consumed with rehearsals and, and trips, competitions and whatnot. Yep. But yeah, you know, as a 10 year old, I'm getting up, I'm watching Superman or Super Friends, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, eating the cereal that I loved. And uh, then after that, I'm tuning into uh, uh, either WWF Superstars or NWA out of Atlanta. And usually they were on at the same time. So I had to like either jump back and forth between Hulk Hogan and Sting and Randy Macho Man Savage and Ric Flair, you know, it, it was, the struggle was real back then. And then, and then every Saturday after that, you know, it was a little bit different. You know, I might, you know, sit down if, and watch Kung Fu movies or Godzilla movies, or might jump on the bike and ride down to the mall or in the summer, you know, I was hitting the pool. And when I say the pool, that was my backyard. Um, we had a pool in our backyard, and so 
Johnny was the most popular kid in the neighborhood in the summer. Mm-hmm. So, and then after we were worn out from the pool, our skin's all wrinkly. Then we'd, we'd go to a Saturday, late Saturday afternoon movie and go see, you know, when I was 10, it would have been E.T., which played for six months in the theaters. DL says, well, in high school, Saturday morning was trying to sneak back in. (laughs) And, And then she adds, to go to sleep. Oh, DL, I, I want to hear those stories. <laughs> and Dave Mattingly says, Meanwhile, in the Hall of Justice, <sighs> Melissa, you asked a question this week. I did. In our group chat. <sighs> what did you love from your childhood okay. that you've gone back to revisit and how do you feel about it today? And the Super Friends cartoon I loved as a kid. It was like the greatest thing ever. It doesn't hold up too well as an adult. It, it kind of breaks. I, I choose now not to watch it because I want to remember it as 10-year-old Johnny. <coughs> Do you have anything like that? Mm. So, actually, like, uh, so I just finished watching Boy Meets World, the whole series on Disney Plus. Yeah. I loved that when I was young. Like, it was a TGI Friday thing. It was like Boy Meets World, Full House, Family Matters, Perfect, all those things. I'm like, yes, that is my jam. And so I've tried watching full house again and it just didn't register with the kind of human I am now. Yeah. Um, but Boy Meets World I love. I I still love it. I am so glad I dedicated it and I was still crying at the end and all the things because now I get to see it from a mom angle and now I'm like oh my god I'm not ready to raise a teenager and I'm, I'm not I'm not okay with it. But it gave me that confidence of like, it's going to suck and I'm ready, but let's do it. It's going to be fun. So I was, I was super happy. I rewatched that, but my son and I also watched, like, I have the discs, the, the movie discs, DVDs. There's the words. Whoosh. Whew. That was hard. That was a hard <laughs> word already today. <laughs> but we, Adult thing is hard. We've got, um, Fraggle Rock and DuckTales that we watched together and I was like, Oh, and I, and we still sing along and it's fun. And exactly. So I, I enjoy it just to see like, Oh, okay. That held up. Oh, okay. That didn't hold up. What was I thinking? But it's, it's it's fun. It's, it's fun. Well, so recently I went back and I watched this movie that I thought was epic as a kid. And it would run on the Saturday afternoon matinee show superhost and and superhost was great i thought superhost was great so i went back and i watched a full uncut episode of superhost where he's hosting this movie that i loved as a kid that i thought was great called gargoyles first of all 
the Gargoyles movie, not the not the animated series from Disney. This was a a, a, a horror action adventure movie. Horrible movie. <clears throat> Hor- just not good in any way. It just basically they walk around the desert afraid of these mythical gargoyles who show up for like <laughs> it's bad. And <clears throat> Superhost you know who I thought was great and really funny he's just this bitter old news anchor that they put a Superman suit on and painted his nose red to look like a clown and he's like yeah we got this event in Cleveland uh, at St. Mary's Church you could go to the Friday because he would show the bulletin board every every Saturday morning in between the the commercial breaks he'd go here's the event calendar and here's what's going on and he'd just point to the flyers that are pinned on the bulletin board and and he'd be like and now let's get back to your movie you're like why what did i like about that There, there is something wonderfully horrible about it but it's not. I remembered it being epic. I'm like, super host! <laughs> Woo! And then you're like, he's kind of a dick. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Super host. No. <laughs> so I want to know from our audience, is there anything from your childhood that you loved, that you went back to revisit recently, and one, did it hold up? Or did you realize it was awful? Oh, gosh. Because for the most part, Izzy, most of the stuff that I love from being a kid has held up pretty well. Mm. You know, Star Wars and Back to the Future and the Indiana Jones movies. And, you know, I, I still I still maintain that the comics from the 80s are the best stories ever written. Um, but uh, there are some things... There are, there are, and that's the funny thing because my partner and I, we have very different. He's not all of the things we talk about. He's like, what, huh? huh? And then all the like, we have very different genres of likes. And I'm like, cool. Do I get to sit down with a bottle of wine and just watch a movie? Yeah, I'm in. I don't care what the movie is half the time. But there have been times, and I'm like, this is the most horrible movie ever. Why are we watching it? Or this is the same movie we watched, just different different time. I love. Okay, <clears throat> confession time. Okay, I love a good classic gentleman kind of like Godfather. Like you, right? I get the Godfather. It makes sense. You screwed up my family, and I'm gonna screw up your face. I get that. But here's what I don't get, and I love that. I love those guys. Right, you got the Pacinos type of like, you don't find that kind of man in a lot of movies anymore. It's just a different breeding. But I cannot, for the love of me, tell the difference between Casino and Goodfellas. I'm like, it's the same people shooting up the other people that butt hurt them, and now they butt like at some point in time we're gonna run out of people to kill. So I fell asleep watching both of them because he loves them, and I'm like, I will try it. I will try it. And he's like, do you want to finish? I was like, please, please, God, don't make me finish this movie. Because it's like the other one. We just didn't make it through. 
I don't get it. I don't get it. But he loves them. And they're older movies and he loves them. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. Okay. Sorry. We've got some comments. Uh, James Marshall says, Knight Rider. Yes. So fun story about Knight Rider. We go, there is a Suds. It's a dog and Suds here. It's like that old, you know, drive. And every Saturday night in the good weather, the cars come and they park. And they're like the sexy cars, right? Like the you sit and it's nice out and the hoods are up and there are people that could have, you know, been my grandparents. And this Knight Rider car drives down the strip. And here goes my 13-year-old. Oh, it's the Knight Rider car. And he chases this thing down the strip to get a picture to send to his dad. And the whole like, thing is happening. Oh, it's the, it was. Yeah, it was. Right. And you're hearing the music in your head. And you expect, you know, <clears throat> you expect David Hasselhoff to step out. And start singing weirdly. Super cheesy. Um, Scott Hitchcock says the bionic man's editing and pacing didn't hold up yet. I loved it as a kid. I could see that. Yeah. You know, I've not watched any of those episodes in a long time. And I think because I've kind of been afraid that it wouldn't be as great as I remember those, those episodes with Steve Austin versus Bigfoot. Oh, now, are you old enough, Melissa, to have actually seen those shows live? I don't think you are. I'm just going to take that as a compliment. I am, but I think I am. Yeah. Well, so there's this theory out there among cryptozoologists that that Bigfoot is the pet of aliens or the guard dog of aliens and it became a popular theory because of the six million dollar man the bionic man that's what he was in that show and uh so it kind of took hold in pop culture and now it's like a theory i find that hysterical (laughs) dl says not a show or movie but a toy the easy bake oven with my 16 year old still was a blast Oh, did you have an easy bake oven? No, no, no. I, I, I learned with the big oven Yeah, how to burn my arm appropriately. You know, they're like, oh, I'm just going to read. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it may be hard to believe I never had an easy bake oven. Um, I did have the uh, Mighty Men and Monster Maker. It was a it was a thing where you had these these plates that you put in a frame with paper and then you do the the chalk or uh, what do they call crayon crayon rubbing and create this image. Okay, what I you just doing yeah yeah you the thing you do the yeah thing. you do the thing with the stuff and the yeah. and the. <laughs> So, wait a minute, Drew. Spider-Man 99 or X-Men 99? I think that's 97. But but so that you were a child then. I, I officially hate your guts. Mm-hmm. Um, but um does it does it hold up today, Drew? 
do you still love it? Are you excited about X-Men 97 coming out on Disney Plus? And James Marshall says, man, I used to love that show, but got a box set in the early 2000s. And it's like, uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. And so I'm I'm tr- I'm trying to slowly rewatch the Golden Girls because that was something I watched with my mom and my grandma, and whoo, <laughs> and I don't I don't sit in the like opinions of we have to change everything that is now we openly talk about. Incorrect. Yeah, but I'm just like that could not that could not hold up today. Well. You know, I think the greatest TV show ever made, the the best written, the best acted, the best paced show with the most memorable, likable characters was All in the Family. Mm. That show could not get made today. No, it could not. But it was so socially relevant. And, and it was such a, you know... It was funny, it was hysterical, but it was a true social commentary. And and sometimes it stung. But um yeah, it was great. For the tanks. Yeah, no. Sorry. <laughs> oh jeez, there eat it. Um, <laughs> Harv Witt says, Hi there, everyone. Hi there, Harv. And DL says also watched Gem and the Holograms with the kid. We loved it and moved on to She-Ra. Yes. I love She-Ra. She-Ra! Sorry. So, yeah. I know. I need to, like... I need to take the deep dive and watch Gem and the Holograms and She-Ra. I've never seen an episode of either. Because, you know, as a... Well, because as a kid, when those were out... You're a boy. I, you know, I was, I was, I was a boy. You were He-Man. Man, you know? Yeah. And I didn't like He-Man, actually. Because I always thought He-Man was the stupidest character and the stupidest character name. He's a man. He-Man. I, I just, I, <clears throat> I thought it was very lazy and uncreative writing. But that's 10-year-old me. That's where I was in my head. I was like, I could write something better than this. So anyway, um, let's see. Dave says, I had the Mighty Men and Monster Maker too. It was very fun. I, I still have it. I still have it. It's in a box in storage. And every now and then, I break it out. And what? What? what, what I'm going to need to see this. You need to break it out and use it this week. And I want to see a reel from it. I'll have to go to the storage unit and find it. But yes, I, I will do so. It was so much fun. Oh, oh, see, and DL adds, Mighty Men and Monster Maker was fashion plates for boys. So do you remember fashion plates? Okay, that makes more sense, I guess. That makes, okay. Yeah, it was exactly the same thing. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good call, DL. She's smart and pretty like that. Yes, she is. We we should have invited her to join us this morning. Um, Andrew says, love it. He's talking about X-Men 97. 
He says he loves it, watching it with my kids. First Spideyverse appearance. Okay. All right. Drew comes on, and I love Drew, and I hope he knows that, but I feel so damn old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh and God. by the way, I, I sent you the stats on our viewing audience. Did, was that a surprise at all? That 85% of our audience is between 39 and 50. Mm-hmm. Because we are. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when Disney Plus first came out, the first thing I did was binge the whole Spider-Man series. Well, which one, Dave? The Spider-Man 97 or or the Spider-Man and his amazing friends or the original Spider-Man filmation series or the uh, series that was on just before Spider-Man and his amazing all. friends or Spectac- just one. They're all on Disney Plus, by the way. All of them in their both horrible and gloriful spectacularness. Every time I hear that word spectacular, did you ever watch Moulin Rouge? I love Moulin Rouge. And then I was like, spectacular, spectacular. That's what I get every single. Spectacular, spectacular, the word is your vernacular. I love that It drives my brain into music mode, and then it's like, squirrel, wait, what? Yeah. So, and Harv says, I had $6 million man figure along with Star Wars. Awesome. So not to derail us, but speaking of Moulin Rouge, one of my all-time favorite movies, top 10, easy. What What's your favorite number from that movie? Hang on, I'm going through them in my brain. Can there be a tie? Sure. Between the elephant love melody. Fantastic. And there. I was made for loving you, baby. You were made for loving you. Yes. Yes. It could be because I'm such a, like, Hugh McGregor just. Ewan McGregor. Like, he doesn't even need justification. Just, just one night. We can be heroes. Yeah. That could be a fun song along. Ooh, yes. It's Friday, and then I'm like, shit, I missed it again. It's oh, I forgot about it this week, too. It, that could be fun. Yeah. But but I also love their rendition of Roxanne. Roxanne! Because you his voice. That is my favorite number in the His show. rough gravel, like, ah, And the it. intensity of that dance, that tango, yes. that sweaty. Oh, yep. it's so good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And under any other circumstances, we would be like, ooh, sweaty, gross. But there's something about that music yes. and that voice and that lighting and everything. And you're just like... Mm-hmm. The way they do it, it's just, it really reflects the the mental and sometimes physical tear people have of making those hard decisions. And that just portrays, are you going left or right? Because you get one choice and there's no going back from there sometimes. And I, the, the intensity they had doing that tango, I'm just like, take my money. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Scott Hitchcock says, Jem was truly outrageous. Truly, truly, truly outrageous. Do, do, do I need to see it? Do I need to watch Jem and the Holograms? You need to watch it. You're, I wish even that we if, made friends with you, don't, you need to go into it open-minded. Okay. Not judgmental. Well, it, you know, it was made by Marvel Animation. A lot of people don't know that. Marvel had an animated division. They did Transformers, G.I. Joe, Gem and the Holograms. They did um, a show called Meatball and Spaghetti. And they did another show called Pandemonium. I need to go find that show. And Andrew is bringing back some memories here. Hong Kong Fooey and Fang Face are sleeper cartoons. They were so good, but no one knows about them. I don't know about that. I think Hong Kong Fooey is pretty ingrained in the social pop culture consciousness. Probably not stand up now. Like, you could probably not make that right now. No. As a matter (laughs) of fact, there was some recent articles about how it was so offensive. But that speaks to me. That speaks to the times of... We didn't have the opinions of everyone else flooding us via technology. We had the get in the back of the truck, hold on tight because this is going to be a bumpy road. Don't jump out. Instead of the my opinion matters, let me share it with the world. No, nobody gives it. Nobody cares. We all got opinions. They're just like those holes. Nope. Nobody cares. Scroll past. That's I mean, that's the difference of the times, though. But I had forgot about Fang Face until Andrew just brought it up. Do you remember Fang Face? About a little uh, werewolf with only one tooth? No. No? You don't remember that? No. I think I'm going to have to give you some cartoon watching assignments on YouTube. Ooh, that could be a thing. Anyway, uh, Masters of the Universe was another great show. When they did reboot... He-Man was really the king of Castle Grayskull, too. You know what? I loved the new Masters of the Universe series on Netflix. The Kevin Smith series that so many people hated. Now, that is on my thing to list because Kevin Smith. Like, that's on my list to do. Because Kevin Smith. Yeah, it, it was really, really good. And it did not deserve or warrant any of the hate that it got. Can we just talk just for a minute about something that got a lot of attention that I thought was really freaking dumb? Did you watch Don't Look Up? I did. Did you enjoy it? I did. Okay. This just proves you and I are still very opposite. I was ready for that. to Like, I paused it for a good half hour break with still an hour left. I was like, how does this still have a freaking hour left? The acting was great. Don't get me wrong. The they did their jobs well. <sighs> I I know why you didn't like it. And we're not going to go into it on the air, but I know. And and mm-hmm. I thought it was a brilliant piece of social satire. I, I thought it did a really great job. And especially, listen, Meryl Streep as the President Trump analog was hysterical. That cracked me up. She was hysterical. I like that movie a lot. And see, I didn't... I get it. I get the two sides of it. I get the, like, 
political bull crap of it, but there were, I feel like they crammed way too many stupid heavy topics into this movie and nobody talked about it. And, and can we just, I mean, Jonah Hill, that scene where he's like, have you seen my mom? Have you seen how hot she is? I'd date my mom. <laughs> and that's the, there's the difference is there are times that I can tolerate Jonah Hill, but then there are other times where I'm just like, oh my God, another one of his movies. But partner loves him. See, I'm kind of that way about Will Ferrell. Will mm-hmm. Ferrell is really hit and miss with me. Mm-hmm. You I know, Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby, brilliant. Step Brothers. Oh my God, I love Step Brothers. But I like John C. Riley. I only watched that because John C. Riley was in it. And I just, him in Chicago. See, oh. here's the thing. Yeah, okay. That's another. We're going to have to have a musicals thing, I think. Maybe thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Harv Witt says, I actually saw that toy monster maker. The commercial was kind of funny, but said you could also create superheroes as well as monsters. That's correct. The fashion plates, Mighty Men and Monster Makers, do monsters. You could do superheroes. You could mash them up. You could do, you know, a superhero on top and monster legs on the bottom or, you know, this superhero with tentacle arms. And it was phenomenal. Loved it. Loved it. Hmm. I'm going to dig that out. In the 1990 Spider-Verse story arc, they travel to Stan Lee's universe and Spider-Man takes him swinging around. Really? Okay, so I might have to revisit that series. That series, my son loved. Spider-Man, uh, 1997, 1999. Now, he's not old enough to see it when it was on air, but we had it on video. And he wore that. The, it was on VHS. And he wore those tapes out. Spider-Man versus Daredevil just wore it until the tape broke. But I was in college when that series came out. And when I went back and watched it with my son, they're trying to do like this heavy, dramatic stuff. And for me, it just didn't work. But a lot of people loved it. So who am I to say? Now, Dave Mattingly says, I binged every Spider-Man cartoon series. Yay! Wah, 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 wah. I feel like Dave and Drew are best friends and they don't even know it yet. Yeah, absolutely. Harv says Disney Plus looks cool. It is cool, Harv. It is. The <laughs> content is phenomenal. I only got, I signed up for, I resisted for so long. Oh my gosh, I resisted for so long. And then Falcon and Winter Soldier was released and I'm like, yep, I'm in. Damn it. Yeah. Gotta get it. And mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, Moulin Rouge, Nicole Kidman sang uh, the uh, Diamonds of a Girl's Best Friend. And that's my favorite version of that song, actually. With the big band accompaniment. It was awesome. And Angel Love says, mm-hmm. Elephant Medley, hands down, no question. We can be heroes forever and never. <clears throat> Squirrel. 
Uh, I like the cartoons Gem and the Holograms plus robotics. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Oh, Hong Kong Fooey, number one super guy. Hong Kong Fooey, quicker than the human eye. Oh, love that show. I love that show. Loved it. Eight Face was what? Eight Face. I don't. With a. Uh, hmm? Okay. Um, <laughs> curious Idealist. Ooh, that could be a thing. Izzy puts her head down. I wonder how many times this happens when the show planning is happening. For be- You know what? Believe it or not, Angel, there is very little planning. I yeah, there's a, a bunch of like behind the message emails where I'm just like, <sighs> I'm not responding to that right now. This is, And then there's sometimes like Demon Johnny, just freaking pick. Just pick. Just pick one. And then you ask for ideals, and I'm like, here's 12. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's on me this week. (laughs) James says, I swore I'd never pay for Disney Plus, but Fraggle Fraggle Rock. Does Fraggle Rock hang up? Or hang up, hold up? For me, I liked the not animated cartoon one that we grew up with and so it doesn't it doesn't quite because now it's the animated cartoon type and so it doesn't quite i'm like oh it's it's okay so james my question for you is are you talking about the animated fraggle rock the saturday morning abc fraggle rock or are you talking about the uh series that i think it was originally produced for hbo with the the muppets Fraggle Rock with the Rock. live action. And he says there is a brand new series now. So I, I was not aware of that. Is it is it the Muppets or is it animated? I gotta know. Maybe I I can I'm I'm just gonna have to go check these out. <laughs> and he says it's all new. So uh-huh. speaking of Disney Plus and Scott mm-hmm. Scott confirmed yeah. it was on HBO. I feel like Scott and I are new best friends and he doesn't know it yet. You're welcome. <laughs> so, okay. So, Andrew Milden, you guys need to watch League of Legends Arcadia. I am watching it. It is beautiful. Oh my God. What a gorgeous animated show. It's on Netflix. Beautiful. It's one of the most spectacular things I've ever seen. See, we just started raising Dion season two yesterday, my son and I. Wait, the new Fraggle Rock is old oh. school puppetry? <gasps> I'm gonna have to watch that then. That so so speaking of Disney Plus, are you caught up on Book of Boba Fett? No. Melissa? No. Yeah. No. Okay. Um <clears throat> that's my favorite part of the Mandalorian saga is that it's gonna be it's going to be a few weeks. I'm letting you know because I'm now, I finished Boy Meets World on my own. So I'm watching The Witcher, but Ike and I are watching Raising Dion together. And so we're, we're watching the new episodes. So where, where are you on Raising Dion? We just started with the new episodes. Okay. Cause I finished it last night. Yeah. We just, we just, I don't know what we were watching beforehand. I can't remember. He's big on Gordon Ramsay. So we watch a lot of, we had a lot of uh, cooking shows in my house. 
You know, my son is too. He loves Gordon Ramsay. He thinks it's hilarious that they get yelled at. He's like, yeah, donkey, which is hilarious coming from a 13 year old impersonating an angry, like an angry British guy. It's freaking the funniest thing ever, but he cooks now. Like he made risotto exactly. and he makes pork chops and he's got his own cook. I mean, he's done that for ages and now just getting more. And I'm like, yes, now mommy gets to eat. So my son has gotten into photography. He's got his own Instagram. Uh, and, and, he, because of Gordon Ramsay, he got into cooking. So he'll cook these meals and then he'll do the photography on it and post it on his Instagram. Yeah, I love that, that, you know, our kids find that creative outlet that we have and uh, mm-hmm. find ways to express it. So, uh, mm-hmm. well, thank you, James. He says, you guys are awesome. I'm praying I can make it to the USA this year and do some of the smaller rural comic cons with my puppets. Oh, James. Okay. I didn't realize that you were uh, with Puppets. So do you know about this, Melissa? No. Puppets are, they are Muppet style puppets that the company Puppets custom makes. Now you can buy some that are pre-made like they're standard models or whatnot, but they do custom made puppets. And, you know, I... I, I have a custom-made Muppet that I, I, I've i thought about, you know, having join us on the show from time to time. But wouldn't that be cool uh, if we had a custom-made puppet for each one of us as co-hosts? No? Are you are you frightened of puppets? I love puppets. I would love to. Okay, are you talking show. like puppets or puppets? Because I still need clarification. Like, is this okay? Pu- Muppet puppets. Okay. They, they, no, I'm good. I don't. Need, I don't need one for me. You can have one, but I don't need one. I want one so bad. I I love the Muppets. Listen, the Muppets made me are part of how I learned how to do a show, how to produce a live show. I learned from Jim Henson, watching The Muppet Show on Sunday nights. Okay, so I started season two of, or I think it's season two, of Sweet Magnolias. Total chick flick. Love it. Yeah. Um, and they did the uh, the rainbow song that Kermit does. They just did that in the show, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, I, I also have a Kermit. I, I need to bring these out of storage and show them off. Why do you have a storage? That, we're going to have to come to Jesus on why we have storage. We'll talk about that later. Why are there are so many? All of my show stuff is in a in a storage unit so that I can get to it quickly when I need to go on the road. Okay. So it's not covered up in the garage or, you know, in various places around the house. So you have like a business show. Like you have a business storage unit. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And everything is in a really tight contained space. I can open up the back of my vehicle, load it in, drive off. Okay. Yeah. When, that is, when I actually take the time to put it back away in the storage unit where it belongs after each trip. That's a problem for Johnny. Scott says, I need to watch Book of Boba Fett. Finish Mandalorian when the original when they original aired. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Scott, go into Book of Boba Fett with this mindset do not go into it thinking that it is a standalone boba fett show only about boba fett understand that it is part of the mandalorian 
saga, and it is one. I don't want to say side chapter, but it is one subplot of the entire saga. If you go into it with that in mind, you're going to love it. And James says, yeah, the custom puppets have really taken off. There's a two-week waiting list as I wait for the outfits and the shoes to arrive. They're, they're awesome. You guys got to check out. Pu- what would your it, puppet James? wear, Johnny? James, post your website so we can share it. Um, ha- have the puppets take over the show. This is what I'm saying. That could be a l- really fun, fun thing. He, and he's talking about the Muppety puppets. Yes, yes. Hmm. Could my Muppet have really cute shoes at least? Harv Witt says, listen, have any of you watched the show Defenders of the Earth? Yes! It's horrible. But I love it. I love it. Because I love the whole idea. It's Flash Gordon, the Phantom, Mandrake the Magician, Lothar, teaming up Avengers style before the Avengers were a thing on film Defenders of the Earth did it on Saturday morning cartoons and they're some of my favorite characters and I don't care that it's awful I get to see these classic pulp heroes on a team fighting Ming the Merciless and I have the action figures downstairs in my office because I love Defenders of the Earth Defenders of the Earth. The theme song is awful too. It's so bad and cheesy, but you know. I feel right, like if you go. love it, I'm gonna hate it. James Mark. No, I. I love it because it is. The I love the concept. It's not well. It doesn't hold up. But, uh, puppets.net. P.S. If you use the discount code, Febra, February AF. 2022, you'll get 25% off the full body puppets. That's awesome. That is awesome. Thank you, James. Angel, um, so- will you add that to the YouTube chat too? Please. I'm I'm bossy this morning. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. I'm bossy Actually, all the time. Like, let's be honest. I, I kinda I kinda dig strong bossy women. What does that say about me? Um and if you've never seen or heard of Defenders of the Earth, come on, I thought it was great. <laughs> You're motivational. I love it. Hey, Harv, I... I <laughs> uh, that's okay to disagree with me. I, I, I love it as a concept. Lothar of the hill people. It wasn't that Lothar. Lothar was the the companion or the valet of Mandrake the Magician, but Defenders of the Earth really turned him into his own hero. And uh, it was really great. Really great. Mm-mm. Did I see, maybe I'm thinking weirdly, I saw Defenders the... <sighs> Crap, I needed two cups of coffee this morning. Um, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, the other two. Are they leaving Netflix and going to Disney Plus? Did I see so, that correctly? So, kind of. Um, they are that, those shows are owned by Netflix. Netflix produced them. They will not leave Netflix. However, 
Marvel did get the rights back to use those characters, and they've already recast, uh, not recast, but they've cast some of those same actors in the same roles as they introduce them to the MCU. So Charlie okay. Cox, Daredevil, is playing Daredevil in the movies. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, who played the Kingpin, is playing the Kingpin. In He's a, he is so just perfectly cast for that. In my brain. Like, yes. Sorry, squirrel. I yeah. squirreled hard. I love this comment from James. We had different kind of cartoons in Australia. Most of our TV in the 70s was from the UK. We had stuff like Danger Mouse. Love Danger's Ma- Danger Mouse. Cities of Gold. Um, I remember that. Uh, Banana Man. I don't remember that at all. And Inspector Gadget. And my son loves the Inspector Gadget that's out now that's more about Penny instead of Inspector Gadget. Okay. Loves that. So Danger Mouse and Inspector Gadget, I don't know about Cities of Gold and Banana Man, but they were produced by a UK animation company called uh, Dick, D-I-C. And um, yeah, great stuff. And James Marshall says, but Astro Boy was my jam. You know, that was a really good movie when they did the Astro Boy movie. That, that movie made me smile. Danger Mouse was a blast, and Banana Man was a hoot. I don't know. And Banana. yes, Scott Hitchcock says, love Danger Mouse when it was on Nickelodeon in the mid-80s. Mm-hmm. Scott and I are so friends. Hi, Scott. It's nice to meet you and your beard. So Brian says that the Netflix, Marvel Netflix shows are leaving March 1st, but yes. they're not going to Disney+. Plus. They're, they're probably just leaving, just leaving Netflix. Netflix. Um, so if you don't have them on DVD or Blu-ray, it might be a while before you can see them. That's probably for the best, actually. Because it, as they're reintroducing those characters to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it creates confusion among the general mass audience. Hardcore fanboys like me, we get it. Okay, why are they different people? You know, we get it. But general audiences get confused, and when they get confused, they check out. Yeah. They quit watching. So that's probably best. And we need to wrap this up. (laughs) See, and you thought today would be a struggle. (laughs) Told you. I show up, baby. It's fun. No, I didn't think think it was going to be a struggle, just you and I. But, you know, this week has been kind of a frustration with me so anyway um and then inspector gadget reminds me we we used to get our mom to let us stay up till nine so we could watch get smart yeah i love that show too angel sister fred Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. the rumor that brian is saying is they might be going to hulu people think that disney bought them hmm that's a rumor um, we haven't seen anything happens. official about that, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll have to see. Well, Scott says, Melissa, feel free, feel free to friend request me. I don't think he said it in that tone. No, he didn't. <clears throat> but I mean, he's my new bestie now, so he didn't say it all dirty. Like, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> right. Dave Mattingly, 
the Steve Carell Get Smart movie with Anne Hathaway and The Rock was actually really pretty good. He did a great job playing that mm-hmm. character. Yeah, yeah, I love the other two in there too. Like, oh, Anne Hathaway, oh, uh, and The Rock. So, as much as he's I the don't peak love of human perfection, he really well. He's just all around somebody I'd want to sit down and have dinner with. Absolutely. Right. Sorry, squirrel. We. Are, I know. I keep squirreling. <laughs> Minus John's deflection. Thanks, you, Scott. See, yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we are we are thirteen minutes over time. I can't believe it. Where does the time go? Listen, that that is the whole thing with this show, right? Is when I started the show, and for those of you who are new to the show, I started the show after I survived COVID after getting out of the hospital um, and, you know, kind of reprioritizing some things in my life and, you know, really wanting to, to, to just focus on fun and, and, you know, non-toxicity, you know, there's so much junk in the world. I just wanted to be fun. And, you know, I was remembering back to when I was a kid and we would have the sleepovers and Saturday morning, you know, we're, we're, getting up one at a time, going down to the kitchen, eating the cereal, popping on the cartoons, sitting down in the beanbag chairs. And it's just, we're talking about all the cool stuff that's going on in our lives and that we're into and whatnot. And that's what I wanted this show to be. And this morning, it has completely been that with me and Melissa and you guys watching. And thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I feel like I'm missing something here. I feel like Oh, we have to thank one of our sponsors. Oh, yeah. Unidragon Puzzles. If you love puzzles, if you like uh, like we do, unidragon.com, promo code Cereal Box Podcast. Yes, that is a fill, an affiliate link. It doesn't change anything for you if you buy from uh, with our promo code, but it helps us out because it gives us a little spiff on the backside. Wait a minute, that came out wrong. It helps us out financially. How about that? It's just another way to support us at Back of the Cereal Box and also find like a great, I'm telling you, we did one of these. I have two in my cart because these are what I'm getting for myself for my birthday at the end of the month because they are beautiful works of art. And it was something we got to do together as a family. So it's, it's like a two-way win. You get something amazing, and you get to support us. So who doesn't love that? I got this. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> and we also want to thank the Hanging with Web TV show crew, specifically Willow Schuyler, who promotes our shows every day and does a great job supporting the community. We love you, Willow. And... Um, and isn't it, it isn't it one of ours? Isn't it Crayley's birthday? Who? Isn't Crayley's birthday today? Is it today? I thought that's what I saw. I thought it was yesterday. But well, crickets, either way. Yes, Crayley Vanest, one of the co-hosts of Cosplay Cafe um, here on our network. Her birthday was yesterday. So happy birthday, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Crayley. 
Happy birthday to you. Hey, Carlin Stewart. Welcome as we're about to go off air. Uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> oh, Brian says it is today. It is Crayley's birthday today. So happy, happy birthday, Crayley. Brian, are you auditioning to be the producer of the show? Just saying. We could use someone helping us out. Um, all right, guys. That's it. What did I forget, Melissa? We didn't even get to our pod decks. We didn't need them. We didn't need them. I Rosa took was one good question. And once you find a really good question that is relatable, then yeah. We got this. Woohoo! Whoop, whoop. All right. So, uh, hey, guys. Uh, just a little uh, reminder uh, this Wednesday night. And, Melissa, if you're free. Oh, no, you've not finished it yet. Uh, Lucas Leverett and uh, I, along with um, Chris Vaglio, are going to do a recap of the Book of Boba Fett this Wednesday night. Uh, Wednesday night bites on back of the cereal box. So uh, join us live. You'll see the post about that later today. And um, that would be phenomenal. I want to be there just because Chris always brings fun when he shows up. He's so sassy. When you get me and Chris in a room together, right. it's it's deep dive yeah. culture. Yeah. 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 It's going to be fun. So tune in for that. And that's it. We're done. Mm-hmm. Where can they find you, Melissa? Hopeful Simplicity. I'm super excited. We do still have some spots open for our membership. So if you want to meet virtually with just a very small group led by me, Every other week we meet virtually, and then off the weeks we have our accountability group. Um, and we will find hope in the chaos and clutter. I forgot. You are also a contestant in the sexiest voice on Clubhouse contest. I know, isn't that fun? At mysexybusiness.com. So is our other co-host, Sean Connors. Mm-hmm. And so are so- some of our audience fans. Yes, Angel Love, and um, is Drew in the contest as well? I Drew think, Melvin, maybe. I want to say yes, but honestly, like, I had to listen to like there's a all lot. of them. It's so it was super fun, but and it is can, so much fun. Carrie's Zarp did it, so our little Ozzy. So they can find it. Uh, you know, if you find helpful simplicity on Instagram, all the details are there. Uh, or just go to mysexybusiness.com and I think it's slash sexy voice contest. Yeah, use that link. Don't just go to mysexybusiness.com and try to find yeah. it because yeah. you are going to go down a deep, deep, deep rabbit hole to find it. Um, so go to Hopeful Simplicity on Instagram, do the things and vote for Melissa and Sean and you know make up alternative email addresses so you can vote multiple times and um that will be awesome and uh, you can find me at johnpica.com brand new redesigned website by the way so uh if you've not been there in a while go check it out and uh see some of the new stuff so that is it melissa we're done that's a wrap stay hopeful (laughs) love you mean it we'll catch you on the flip side